At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wednesday edition of primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk today, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Got a great show for you. We'll talk some NBA with Jonathan Von Tobel, our very own. John Von Tobel at MeJVT on the Twitter machine if you want to ask him some stuff before he gets on here. Uh, a little bit later, about the 545 mark of the show, uh, Pacific Time, we'll have Tim Murray in here, host of the Nightcap. He wants to talk some college basketball. We'll ask him some questions as we did a couple of weeks ago as well. Wes, uh, that being said, until we get into this, we got some tip-offs coming pretty soon and some uh, stuff over on the ice. We do. We'll start with the face-off on the ice. That's the Minnesota Wild against the Winnipeg Jets. And right now at DraftKings, Minnesota, minus 140. Take pack on the Winnipeg Jets, plus 126. Juice the over at minus 115. Minnesota Wild have won four of their last five. That only loss in that span was to the Winnipeg Jets, who kind of find themselves on the outside looking in for the playoff scenario right now. Jets could use a win here at home so that is the early face-off on the ice in terms of the NBA one early tip going to get going in a little less than 10 minutes from now it is the Atlanta Hawks against the Orlando Magic Atlanta minus five and a half 227 uh, on the total uh, last game before the all-star break obviously for most of these teams uh, Trey Young just had 41 I believe last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers Atlanta got the win 124 to 116 so Atlanta minus five and a half in 227 now the total at DraftKings. Just three more games over on the ice tonight. Panthers and Hurricanes is at 7.30 Eastern. That's a coin flip, 110 on both sides in that one. 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, the Ducks and the Flames. The Flames are minus 220 home favorites, plus 185 on the Ducks as road underdogs. And then we have the the only late puck drop of the evening is the Avalanche and the Knights. The Knights are very slight home underdogs here, about plus 115, uh, minus 138 in favor of the Avalanche. We'll have to see about the situation there because Andy's had this one as a true coin flip. So mm-hmm. if you're catching some plus money on the Knights, unless something has changed, I would assume. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Is there a backup goalie situation tonight, Wes? Is that what I heard? Well, it looks like Robin Leonard is going to be out tonight. So we are going to get the backup goaltender. By the way, this is going to be the Las Vegas debut of Jack Eichel, mm-hmm. who has been out for the season with a neck injury. So he is going to go. Mark Stone, by the way, put on injured reserve, the right wing for the Vegas Golden Knights, upper body injury. So a lot of injury concerns. 
concerns here. And uh, Colorado, I believe, off a rare loss. Colorado <laughs> does not lose very often. So they come to Las Vegas smarting off that loss. And right now at DraftKings, minus $1.40 on the abs. We do have three tip-offs here in just uh, about a half an hour if you want to take a look at the Nets and the Knicks, the Battle of New York there. Four and a half in favor of the Knicks at home. 215, 215 and a half is your total. The Pistons and the Celtics at 730 Eastern as well. The Celtics, big 12 and a half to 13 point home favorites there. 213 and a half is your total. 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific. The Wizards and the Pacers are going at it. This one has drifted a little bit in favor of the Pacers. It was a pick them a little bit earlier. About about minus one, one and a half, something like that in favor mm-hmm. of the Pacers. 226, 226 and a half is your total. We have a nice little hunk of games at the 8 o'clock hour as well. The Spurs and the Thunder. The Spurs are eight-point road favorites, 218 and a half all the way to 219 and a half. So shop around if you want to play the total in that one. The Blazers and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are 11 and a half to 12-point home favorites over the Blazers, 229 and a half to 230. Your total, the Kings and the Bulls. The Bulls are five and a half to six point home favorites, 232 all the way to 233. The total there. And then the final eight o'clock game, Raptors and the Timberwolves. The Raptors are one, one and a half point road favorites over the Timberwolves, 226 and a half to 227 is your total. Nine Eastern, six Pacific, the Rockets and the Suns. Suns are big, 16 and a half to 17 point home favorites there over the Rockets, 234 and a half all the way to 235 and a half is your total. So shop around if you do want to play that one. And then two games at the 10 Eastern, seven Pacific. Tip-off time, Jazz and the Lakers. The Jazz are four, four-and-a-half-point road favorites over the Lakers. Total 226, 226 and a half. And then the Nuggets and the Warriors. The Warriors are four-and-a-half to five-point home favorites. Total of 226 and a half to 227. Kelly, I heard before we went live, you were back there saying if anybody saw some sort of injury news to let you know, what were you trying to monitor back there? LeBron James is questionable tonight in that okay. game against the Jazz. So uh, mm. I already kind of had the Jazz slightly circled as a, as Matt, as we always talk about, there's no such thing as a lean. It's a slight lean or a heavy lean. Yeah, there's a, mm-hmm. yes. No one ever has a middle lean. Nobody it's always, yes. Lean. Yeah. I have a heavy lean on the Jazz already. <laughs> so as soon as that LeBron news comes across, I'm all over it. You got it, which... the gangsta lean with the Utah. <laughs> That's right. By the way, LeBron LeBron may be sitting out. Of course, they have the all-star festivities back in his old hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. So maybe uh, taking a game off before he has to uh, coach his team. He certainly drafted seemingly a better team than Kevin Durant. So I'm watching that as well. Just one pre-flop for me on the NBA tonight. And this was a hold your nose or hold some kind of body part to take <laughs> this team. That would be the Detroit Pistons on a six-game losing you. streak plus 12 and a half. If you look at what the Celtics did last night, 135 to 87 over the Philadelphia 76ers. I know a shorthanded bunch, but nevertheless, that's a team they could face in the playoffs. And we know we'll get to Jonathan Von Tobel later this in the show, and he'll explain more why he has been on the Boston Celtics train and got ahead of the curve last week. And Celtics on a big winning streak right now. So maybe a little bit value down the board to win the Eastern Conference. But after Boston beat Philadelphia last night, I kind of thought, you know, this is the last game before the All-Star break. And we saw it on the NBA slate last night the two big double-digit favorites that being Milwaukee over Indiana and the Phoenix Suns of the Clippers 
kind of tough to cover double digits when it's mm. the last game before the all-star break. These guys don't get much time off at this point in the year, so they're eager to have those few days off if they're not participating in Cleveland for all-star weekend. Yeah, that was a that was a game I was looking at heavily, too. Uh, Wes, you've got bigger stones than I do, apparently, though, because I couldn't get myself. Well, I don't do there. a lot of pre-flop <laughs> NBA, but I just thought, you know, it's a more numbers-oriented yeah. deal, and, and JVT obviously really gets in a deep dive with all these numbers on a day-to-day basis here on VEASAN, but I just thought, you know, I don't know about Boston here off just absolutely hammering Philadelphia on the road last night. Now you got this dog Pistons team that's uh, going to have plenty of ping pong balls for the draft lottery coming up this summer and has lost, I believe, six in a row. So it's like, is this kind of like a phone-it-in performance for Boston, yeah, just, and I'm banking so? Just a quick note on those, like the Jazz, Celtics, Grizzlies, how hot these teams have been. Points per 100 possessions differential over the past two weeks. Utah, 6-0, plus 22 in net rating there. The Celtics, 7-0, plus 18.8 in net rating. And the Memphis Grizzlies, 6-0, plus 16.5. I don't know the last time I've seen a plus 22 in a net rating over a certain period of time. So right. that, that was pretty impressive. No no, uh, no, Fred Van Vliet tonight either for the Raptors. If you wanted to, from a player prop perspective, Kelly, I mean, Spicy P is probably going to have to pick up some of that uh, offensive production there for them. So might not be the worst. Kim Birch is going to start in, in Van Vliet's uh, spot there. But, you know, we've seen Siakam really, really kind of turn it on when when FEV hasn't been in there. It's something I'm going to look at on the break here and see what the numbers uh, look like here in oh, Vegas. Yeah. But, you know, a double-double type bet or something like that for Spicy P maybe could be uh, could be pretty interesting. The other guys, Gary Trent Jr. has been on a tear. He's been on a tear yeah. the past uh, month or so. So I, that might be another guy to look at as well. I, don't, I don't, won't argue with that one. Anthony Edwards is questionable for that game as well. So if you are looking to bet the game line, uh, just be careful if you were eyeing the Timberwolves after Van Vliet got ruled out. Make sure you check in on that before you go and bet that game. Uh, as far as some of the other injuries go for tonight, John Morant is questionable in that game against the Blazers. So you're going to want to make sure he goes before playing that one. Uh, did not play in the game last night, as I know all too well. Uh, for the Bulls, Zach Levine out uh, again for them tonight against the Kings. Jeremy Lamb, a questionable for the Kings tonight. Davion Mitchell will not go. He is out for them. Um, and then we've got Marcus Smart and Robert Williams both out for the Celtics tonight. Kristaps Porzingis, uh, there were some some reports that he was going to try to suit up tonight is out for that game tonight. So is Hachimura on the Washington side. Um, the Indiana list goes on forever. This is a game <laughs> where don't go bet this game. Both of these teams yeah. are already at the all-star break. I, yeah. I, that would be my one piece of advice tonight. If one game not to even touch would be that one. Um, on the on the Knicks side of things, R.J. Barrett, Nerlens uh, Noel, both out for the Knicks. Remember, this is a road game for the Nets tonight, but you're still in New York, so no Kyrie playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, a couple of uh, NFL notes here, both – pertaining to the Cincinnati Bengals here. And if you are a futures better, this is at least some information. This actually is some betting information. This isn't just us passing along some news and nuggets. Uh, not this one. Zach Taylor extended as head coach to the 2026 season. But this one where they did, we did get some actual clarification here on Joe Burrow. He uh, We said yesterday he will not need surgery. They did go out and say today it was just a sprained MCL 
for him. So he'll just need a bunch of rest after all of that happening. And so no surgery for him, Wes, after it looked like his leg went in the wrong direction. So if you are looking at any sort of, which I don't necessarily think that the numbers are worth betting right now. Right. I actually think it's a little too short for Cincinnati. That being said, if it was something you were looking at, but you were worried about what the Burrow situation is, he is good to go. Just going to need right. to rest that. At day. least you don't have that yeah. worry. Now, I think that number is too short as well. And mm-hmm. by the way, this future board, of course, is going to flip flop upside down and everywhere around here for the next several months because of of course, the quarterback carousel is going to mm-hmm. be the determination of that. And uh, where some of these guys land is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay. Where is Jimmy Garoppolo going to go? Uh, who's going to be the new quarterback in Tampa? Are the Colts going to get rid of Carson Wentz? Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of flipping and flopping, I think, on these odds. And some of them are already baked into the cake. Like I noticed earlier, Denver Broncos 16 to one. That is assuming right now, I think that they are going to have at least an upgrade in quarterback yeah. because that team probably you got to take shot be like 30 double yeah we, we, double yeah. that for sure yeah. and so I, it's and it's one of the things where even if they did get Aaron Rodgers I don't think I don't think 16 to one because the division that they play right. in you is, still got to go against Mahomes yeah. and Herbert and Derek Carr yeah. with a pretty good offensive mind coming yeah. in and Josh McDaniel seems seems a little seems a little crazy on that number for sure uh we will talk some college basketball on the other side here we'll get Wes's thoughts on what's going on tonight we'll also look at the NBA MVP market as well it is primetime action here on a Wednesday At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Matt Brown here on Primetime Action, but Wes Reynolds on the desk with me tonight. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. A little bit bit of news we didn't get to there in the opening. Tiger Woods asked on his future, will I come back? Yes. Will I come back and play a full schedule? No. I'll pick and choose my events. I think that's pretty much what everyone thought anyway. And I got to wonder... If we're being honest, like even if he was completely healthy, he's gotten to the point in his career and the age where he'd probably be doing that anyway. Well, it's not like he played 30 (laughs) or 35 events a year, even when he was in his prime. And of course, Tiger Woods did have a press conference today at the Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods Foundation, the beneficiary and the host of that event. So he is on the grounds there in Los Angeles at Riviera Country Club. I know we're going to get into the deep dive on Mm -hmm. the Genesis Invitational later on in this program. So uh, one thing Tiger said is that he was not interested in 
in this Saudi Arabia golf league. So it seems like what I'm seeing on my Twitter machine here in terms of my golf timeline, some guys are like, yeah, I'm listening. And then some guys are definitive no's like Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas. So expect that to be an issue and a big topic of discussion over the next several months. We also didn't get to what you were thinking about on college basketball tonight. Yeah, uh, played a few. Uh, they're all later tips uh, mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, I went, it, the, the game of the night really is seven against 11 Baylor against Texas Tech. I took Baylor plus two, and there are some sharp opinions that I respect on the Texas Tech side. Of course, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but the star for Baylor, JTT, Jonathan Tuacha something, sure. not not Jonathan Taylor Thomas from home improvement, <laughs> but JTT for Baylor hurt his knee. He was out for the rest of the season. So, you know, it's kind of looking at fallen hero theory here for the Baylor Bears getting two, but should be a very competitive game with them in Texas Tech. Uh, Seton Hall and UConn, that was a high-scoring game the first time they played a few weeks ago, 90-87 to 87 in overtime. I think this is going to be a little more of a typical Big East rock fight coming in the middle of February, under 136.5. Two West Coast games, uh, Cal Baptist tonight getting three at home. And uh, so we're going with the little whack basketball there of Cal Baptist over Grand Canyon. And, and to make our engineer Sean McCollum happy, mm-hmm. the UNLV running Rebels getting six. There is some six and a half out there. They are playing late night against Fresno State. Rebels been playing some pretty solid ball. Really probably deserved a better fate against Boise State on Friday night. Not a very friendly whistle down the stretch. So those are all still to come, right? So anybody yes. that wants to get in can, in fact, tail west tonight if you are interested. Uh, definitely the uh, – what was it, Cal, Cal Baptist? Cal Baptist, that, that, that's, yes. I mean, Kelly, oh. how can we not, right? I mean, that, that sounds like a late night, uh, let's uh, have a few cocktails <laughs> and try to make up all the money we've and lost. Fi- and, and, and find the stream somewhere because it is not going to be on one of the major broadcast <laughs> networks. I'm 0-1 in college basketball. Kentucky got killed last night. Yeah, they go for you. Yeah, it didn't go well. Co- college this basketball is what I get. Th- one this here, year? When, I, when I bet things that I have no opinion on mm-hmm. and I go strictly off of somebody else's opinion, Wes, I'm now one and one in the last two days. Right. Because I bet a hockey game on Monday in which I won convincingly mm-hmm. got home very easy on nothing but Andy McNeil. And then uh, we had on Kai McKeon from Three Men Weave last night. He had a he had a lean towards uh, Kentucky, and that didn't go so well. So I'm going to blindly follow you tonight. You are the tiebreaker as to see whether oh, I'm going to whether I'm going to have a winning uh, blind bet uh, week so far or not. Is it Cal? Are we going Cal Baptist, Kelly? Is that what I'm? Or you 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 could pick on the next break as to which one I'm going to go easy, with. Baylor. You're going to go Baylor? Yeah, like be able to watch it on a television. Oh, that's true. That's it's true. It's the biggest game of the night. That's true. That's true. I'll go Baylor. You're not going home and like putting finding TV number four. No, like, I'm not. Yeah. that was really good to go with Cal Baptist in theory, and then it's like, well, wait a minute, yeah. I don't even know where these yeah, guys yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'd have to, I'm have to buy like the 19th streaming service that I've got. Like <laughs> you were, this whole deal, everyone's like, this whole cutting the cord cut thing the cord, is, is such man. a joke cut because by the time, you, yeah, yeah, because by the time you subscribe to everything you subscribe to, you're spending three times as much as you are on cable anyway. You're like, do I really have 14 streaming services? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, how's this even possible. It's, mm-hmm. it's exactly it's sick. It's disgusting. I know. I'm like looking around. I'm like, I have every single one of these movie ones, all the sports ones. Like, this is absurd. Oh, well, that's that's the get you with the cable. It's the I tried to do that. I'm like, hey, can I get all my sports channels? But I don't need these 900 movie channels. They're like, ah, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, absolutely you, not. You, you, you got to pay for a ball like, or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not, buddy. No, you cannot. That is not going to happen. All right. So let's take a look at MBA MVP here. 
year, we have seen a pretty dramatic shift in the odds from when we first started taking a look at all of these. Uh, Kelly and I were on. <laughs> we thought there was a decent chance that James Harden could end up being a good bet when it was at 100 to 1. It is all the way at 300 to one now. I had to put that on there for us. Yeah, well, I mean, look, here's the thing. <laughs> Our logic was sound. We that didn't was. know that he we was, didn't know he was going to get disgruntled. He was we the only net playing at the time. We thought he was going to yeah. put up a t- big time stats. Yeah, we had no idea he was going to get disgruntled. We had no idea he was going to get traded, all that stuff. So, you know, look, it was so- sound logic at the time. Didn't play out. LeBron James 150 to 1, Kevin Durant 50 to 1, Luka is at 45 to 1, DeMar DeRozan 30 to 1, Chris Paul 20 to 1, Devin Booker 20 to 1. Now we get a little bit shorter here in John Moran at 11. Steph Curry at seven and a half. Giannis is at four. Uh, Jokic is at plus 320. And then Joel Embiid is at plus 140. Wes, look, if we start kind of at the top here, it's very hard to argue Mm -hmm. with Joel Embiid being the short shot. Now, I guess the question would be, could you argue him being that big of a favorite over a guy, let's say, you know, like Giannis, who right. if you start to look at them comparatively, right. it's not really that big of a difference between the two. Right. And look, we still have yet to see with the Sixers how the dynamic is going to change, adding James Harden mm-hmm. to the ball club. You know, if that's going to affect Embiid's play, if that's going to make him better, or if you're going to see him, you know, kind of like, okay, I got to welcome my boy in here. I got to welcome a new teammate. Mm-hmm. So I got to be a little bit more deferential and, you know, let him do that iso ball when I've got a guy pinned in the post and he doesn't find me and let James Harden shoot shoot his shots and get his touches. So, yeah, I think maybe that's a little bit short for Embiid. I'm not saying he shouldn't be the favorite, exactly. but I didn't think it yeah. should be that wide of a gap over Jokic or Giannis or even potentially a guy, if I could get him in a little bit better number, I know it's 15 to 2 at DraftKings. I'd like to see 10 to 1. Maybe Steph Curry, because I think, is he over his shooting slump now? Because remember, he hit that shooting slump that like 15 game uh, in early December to like the second week of January where he was only I believe shooting 39% like 39% from the floor and uh, had uh, six plus made three pointers in only like three games so the true shooting percentage I think went down from early in the season when it was 66% down to 55% but the last 15 games he's been coming on in terms of of his overall shooting percentage back up to 44% 37 percent from the from the uh, three 55 percent from the two so Steph Curry is starting to shoot the basketball a little bit better Kelly if you take a look at this I mean listen Joel Embiid only behind Giannis as far as points per game and that's by a, ten, a whole tenth of a point yep. and Giannis of course edging him out because of the 50 pointer last night so you have Giannis averaging 29.4 per game he is getting you right now look I mean six assists so he is facilitating a block and a half nearly a steal a game as well to go along with the 11.3 rebounds, which you expect from from Giannis as it is. Anyway, you got Embiid at the 29.3 points per game, 11.1 rebounds, so 0.2 rebounds fewer, 4.5 assists, so an assist and a half fewer, right at the same deal with the steals and then right at the same deal with the block. So if you just go on the raw, raw, raw numbers, Giannis is actually better. I mean, be at a fraction, but... Yeah, or at worst, like you just laid out, they're pretty dang even yeah. when it comes to stats, right? So yeah, I no, I don't. Th- I think Giannis is too short to bet if yeah. you're betting right now. The whole reason I kind of wanted to talk about this tonight is really what Wes brought up is the Steph Curry angle of this, where 
look, this guy was three months ago. It was hand the award time mm. to him. He's had even money. And, yes, he had these explosive games early in the season, then went through this bizarre slump. And now it's seemingly it's like every other game. I don't know what I'm going to get from him. All I'm saying is if you're a Curry believer, people are the stats that he piled up early in the year are still going to show up at the end of the year as long as he evens out here or or can t- starts to play better. And I've seen 10 to 1. I saw 12 to 1 mm-hmm. at an East Coast book yesterday, Wes, when I was looking at these. You're getting double digits on Steph. I don't think it's a bad bet. Now, I've already got enough MVP bets well, made that I don't need to well, splash in another. And, but. and what are they to win the Pacific Division right now? Because if they win the Pacific Division, and they're basically going to have the best record in the mm-hmm. NBA because obviously they have to t- pass a team that has the best record in the NBA, that being the Phoenix Suns. So it's like if they're like four, nine to one. five, they're what? what nine now? to one. Oh, they're nine to one. Okay, so they have drifted up. I was going to say if they were like mid-range, like five or six to one, then why is Steph Curry like double digits to one to win the MVP? Because if they win that division, I, he's getting the MVP. I actually think you just, I think you just unlocked the actual bet there in the bet would be just to bet them to win the the, the division yes. as opposed to Steph uh, at the seven and a half for the, for the MVP. You're getting a better number. And as you just mentioned, I mean, like he's not going to at this point, because he's fallen so far, he's not going to get there without them winning yeah. the, the division. Right. I mean, so maybe the nine to one is where you go, Kelly. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue that. The only other one I wanted to mention on here is like, man, can DeMar DeRozan get some credit for what he's doing this year? Like I, it, it is. It's like, you want to have a, a 30 to one ticket <laughs> on him. Just like, just, just as a support. Like yeah, you just want to Support. Yeah, like, you just want to be like, you just want to be like, hey, you're, I know you're not going to win, but I'm supporting you for <laughs> in, in recognizing what an amazing season that you're having for sure. We'll take a look at some of these odds on where may, where some quarterbacks might end up next year. Primetime action here on a Wednesday. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the college basketball championship on April the 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today. Kelly, I went with the like screaming madness as that's opposed lot, to the like no, madness. Yeah, you know? I didn't I didn't get that yesterday. It was like a spooky Halloween. Like we're not at we're not in Halloween. Don't be a ghost, man. Yeah, well, this you one's better. The, you the you random scream. You did it like the monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. madness, like that. You know, it's madness no, around no, the, here. The scream's better. It wakes people up. Yeah, you know? if, if, if they're they driving were... in their cars right now, they're like, whoa, okay. We got to pay three attention. People just, <laughs> three people just sideswipe someone <laughs> <laughs> as they're driving in traffic right now. Apologies. Some poor door dasher out there <laughs> trying to get somebody their Chipotle uh, just ran into a tree. Yeah, that's, he's like, all I wanted was Wes's golf plays, and here we are. Now I'm, now I'm. At, <laughs> Not just T-bone this thing over here. Oh boy, this is uh, this doesn't seem the, the TV situation. Hey, we're working seems, on it. Oh, okay, yeah, just do say, the show. Is, yes. Well, fortunately, we've got the uh, UHF signal here. Yes. Right for, for, fortunately, I'm not reactive to uh, flashy things or whatever. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Like everything, everything's good. So let's take a look here at this uh, interesting markets that are popping up for some of these quarterbacks that have been rumored to possibly be on the move. I mean, this is something that we have talked about. 
a ton here on this show as to where some of these guys might end up. They're either whether they're free agents in the case of Jameis Winston, whether they're wanting a trade in the possibly wanting a trade in Russell Wilson's case, or if they're just a couple of quarterbacks that, hey, maybe the teams don't want anymore. So mm-hmm. Daniel Jones for the New York Giants sitting um, who will be the so the the actual wording of this because the wording is incredibly important. So Kelly, are you are we sure this is exactly the wording? Yes. Who will take the first snap of the season for these teams? uh, The New York Giants, Daniel Jones, minus 400. Any other quarterback, plus 280. And, And Wes, if I look at this one, I would say if they had their druthers, it would be any other quarterback. But I don't know if they're in a position really to... Move right. on from Joe. Like, who's coming in there? Who, can, who who's going to trade for Daniel Jones at this point? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're actually in a position to get another quarterback. Yeah, I don't either. And maybe yeah. maybe uh, John Marin, Steve Tisch, the mm-hmm. ownership group with the Giants are going to be like, maybe Brian Dable is the guy <laughs> that can save him. Obviously, you know, not that Josh Allen and Buffalo yeah. needed saving, but that proved to be a pretty fruitful partnership between those two. And Brian Dable was a guy that interviewed for head coaching jobs, and we know how that goes in the head mm-hmm. coaching carousel. Usually you got to put yourself out there for a year or two, and it's like, we really liked him, but he wasn't our guy. But you get your name out there, and Everybody talks around the league. They're like, hey, this guy was really impressive. And obviously the Giants felt so. So, yeah, they would like to move on. But I feel like this is kind of the last hurrah for Daniel Jones. This is make or break. So they're going to give Brian Dable some chances to work the magic with him. On the Broncos uh, side of things, and this was if you were just listening at the end of last segment, we were talking about, you know, some of these weird, some of these weird futures odds that are out there. And the Broncos are one where they have been priced as yes. if they will have a different quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater's plus 500. Any other quarterback, minus 800. And, I mean, so this is – the reason this is used so much too, Wes, is because they have Drew Locke already there, mm-hmm. right? So they could just say, like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. Let's see if this guy is as bad as we think he is. We'll go the Drew Locke way. Or they trade free agent, whatever it might be, something like that, to get someone else in there. I think this one's priced appropriately. I don't see Teddy Bridgewater getting another shot there with this uh, with this squad, the yeah. way that they underperformed this and year as well. I think Broncos' new head coach, mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett. And that's, I think, maybe the Aaron Rodgers connection, even though that's not really a package yeah. deal. Hackett, of course, was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, but you know that the Broncos are going to make a move anyway because this team's about to be put up for sale and who is going to be able to win this bid. This franchise is going to be sold for over, what, like, I, I, I was trying to look at the numbers. It is going to be in the billion. It's yeah. going to be with the B beside mm-hmm. it, no matter what the dollar figure is going to be. So, obviously, they have a very good defense, but if it wasn't already priced in, I mean, what would they be if they were standing pat? They'd be 30, 35 to one, but they're 16 because they think maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be there. I think whoever they get is probably an upgrade over what they've got. I, I think the, the the interesting ones as far as the Broncos and the Saints here, right? I mean, you, you got to keep in mind, both these guys are free agents. I, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, both free agents. And I mean, Jameis also coming off of an injury, I I mean, you at least got to keep in your mind. I I think we would expect him to be good to go, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean... I, the the Broncos won. I mean, not often you're going to run to play minus eight dollars, but like, 
I can't. Uh, there's very little scenarios where I can see Teddy Bridgewater starting for this yeah, team right. week one of next and, season. Well, and it's the same thing with Jameis, and it's a better price, right? right. So for the Saints, Jameis Winston plus 340, any other quarterback minus 500, it's even a better price. And I, I can almost – there is a – Point zero one percent chance they bring back Jameis Winston. This team is in cap hell. They have Ian Book already on the roster that right. they drafted. They have Taysom Hill that they overpaid. Yeah. So they're not going. They're not in a position and, to and, go out and bring Jameis Winston back. And right I here. and and one thing too with Taysom Hill, I don't know how married Dennis Allen is to Taysom yeah. Hill. We know Sean Payton was, but yep. Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, gets promoted to the head coach job there. I think New Orleans is maybe one of those teams, kind of in. That that middle to second half. I, I forget what pick that they have here in the first round. I think it's, I think right it's in the 18, yeah. something like that. And yeah. they're going to be quarterbacks, I think, available at that mm -hmm. point, you know, in the first round, because I don't know how many are going to go in the top 10. Usually somebody always reaches yeah. for one, but nobody really has that true top five, top 10 grade. But maybe you get like a Malik Willis down there or, or a Corral. A, yeah, yeah, even a, a yeah. Kenny Pickett, mm -hmm. but he might have been moving up the draft boards based on uh, the senior bowl. But some Somebody's going to be available down there where they may draft a young quarterback mm -hmm. here in the first round this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think they're they're sold on Ian Book either. Obviously, so like you said, I mean, if 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 one of those guys is available there uh, for their first round draft pick, I don't think they really have a choice, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if if you look at this team and understand it's a rebuild, then you're certainly never going to get there by right. trying to sign a free agent quarterback. Like you need a guy right. on a rookie deal, like you need so you can pay him cheaply. And there's and, not all that many free agents yeah. really out there in terms of what you would call your yeah. higher end guys. I mean, all these guys we talk about on the move. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is on the move. Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. You right. got to do a trade right. here. You know, right. same with Garoppolo. Even I think he has one year left. So the Seahawks, the last team where odds are available out there, Russell Wilson minus 400, any other quarterback plus 280. And this is really you handicapping where the mindset is for Russell Wilson, because after he floated that stuff last offseason, there was a bunch of speculation, a lot of people saying that if this was really going to get done, it would have to be this year and it would have to be this offseason. And Wes, I'm of the mindset that this is really just kind of handicapping how much Russell Wilson wants out of town because right. if he walks into that front office and says, hey, guys, it's been a good run, you, you got to get mm -hmm. me out of here, they're going to have no choice but to get him out of there. And so you're, you're kind of just handicapping how badly Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. And I think if you look at the state of that team, the mm -hmm. state of the teams that they're going to be mm -hmm. playing against in the divisions and stuff and whatever, I mean, Russell Wilson, if I, you know, if I'm Russell Wilson, I feel like I have that power. I'm probably wanting out, but that's just me. I right. hate the way Carroll coaches. Well, and and look, it looks like, and, and I thought there was a little bit of doubt toward mm -hmm. the end of the season, even though Seattle did finish strong. They yeah. Did win their last two games after that miserable performance on Monday night football against the Washington football team. You're like, maybe this team's going to mail it in. And to their credit, they did not and played very competitive one down there outright against Arizona. Seattle, if you look at this year, they do not have a first round draft pick. I believe it's been traded mm -hmm. to the New York Jets uh, as part of uh, what was that? God, his name is escaping me. The defensive player, uh, the defensive back. But, Jamal Adams. Yes, Jamal Adams. So that was part of that deal. And you have a new defensive coordinator. A lot of people kind of like Seattle's moves that they've made on defense with Clint Hurd being mm -hmm. promoted to defensive coordinator and some of their position coaches. But you still got John Schneider, the GM, Pete Carroll, the head coach together. This would be their 13th season. So it's like, 
I kind of thought maybe that last year was going to be the end, Matt, mm. where it was like, okay, we're going to part ways and we're going to rebuild this. The Legion of Boom era is long over. And when you just look at that offense, that offensive line, needs a big upgrade. Yeah. They need upgrade really at running back. They need really upgrade at wide receiver. So, you know, we'll see where Russell Wilson ends up. I think it's rightfully the favorite just because we don't have like that one destination yep. where it's like, where's yeah. he going to go? Here? Yeah. And he's already there. So I get it. But yeah, I mean, I think that there is a pretty decent chance that he at least has the, the coming to Jesus talk with him anyway. Right. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like, Hey, look, you know, you're not going to go and do this, that, and the other in free agency, mm -hmm. or if we're not going to go a certain way in the draft and all that, then, then we just got to, and, we, we and if he on. puts that out there, then obviously that gets the ball rolling for these teams that are mm -hmm. kind of like not really satisfied with their quarterbacks, but yep. don't know if they're ready to make a move. I'm looking at you, Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to move on from Carson Wentz or some of these other teams that will obviously love to be suitors. And, and as Russell you mentioned, Wilson. they don't have a first round pick. And so maybe it, you know, it's it's a one of those deals where they get a first rounder this year and, and something else in the future, something else in the future, maybe a player in return and stuff like that. If Seattle kind of looks at this, maybe maybe they're looking at it as almost a rebuild situation for them as well. We'll talk some NBA with our very own NBA expert and analyst John Von Tobel on the other side here. Primetime action on a Wednesday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your own schedule. VEASAN.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers. Speaking of Hardwood Handicappers, coming up here in just a second, we have John Von Tobel, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many, many more. They are all free. We also have Long Shot. That's on there with Wes Reynolds, who's right here on the desk with me in my Great right. Great Wes Reynolds. Add this to the read, Kelly. Add, add long shots to the well, I thought it was on there. Gil says it every time. <laughs> Come on, man. Just add it. They're all free and available at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever Thank you for giving you us get a little love. Your guys. podcast. I mean, listen. Listen. Add it to the read. Kelly, you have the power to do this. I took out a word on a read for you uh, today, though. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, you can buddy. thank me later. We're making okay. progress. We're right. making progress around here. 
You can find him on the Twitter machine at MeJVT. You can find him every single day over at VEASAN.com. Awesome write-ups of the games. Gets you know what he's on, where he's at early on in the day as well. He is Jonathan Von Tobel. John, thanks for joining us, buddy. No problem, guys. Anytime you want me, I am here for you. Now, is that is that honestly the truth? I, I mean, come on, this is th- that's not the truth. But I appreciate you saying that. You're not coming on here at the in the last hour. I mean, you you've got I, stuff uh, going on. I have a clause in my contract that says actually, anytime Kelly Bidlin calls upon me, I must say yes. So, <laughs> the best we do uh, we do have four games that are coming up here in about 15 minutes. So in the eight o'clock hour, we've got Spurs and Thunder, we got Blazers, Grizzlies, Kings and Bulls, and then Raptors. And Timberwolves, Um, you know, interesting time of the season where we are looking, heading into the all-star break. Let me ask you about that first, and then we can kind of get into those games. Do you look at these games differently? Are you just evaluating the teams individually? How are you going about this as we head into the all-star break? Yeah, I'll shorten the plays a little bit in terms of the amount. And uh, also, you know, like you just kind of got to speculate on where you think a team is going to be, right? I mean, for example, so the Knicks is the, the Nets and the Knicks just tipped off. You know, there's one of two ways to look at the Knicks, right? There's That's a team that could probably say, man, we only got a couple of games of the All-Star break. We've been losing left and right. Let's get the hell out of here uh, and then just get through this. I kind of think it's the opposite. I mean, you got a a guy like Tom Thibodeau who won coach of the year for some reason last year, uh, who's going to kind of get after these guys, I think, to put forth a really good effort. So a team like the Knicks, I'm going to recklessly speculate that they'll be relatively focused uh, against a shorthanded Nets team. So I think that's kind of how I've handled them, Matt. I've shortened it up the units a little bit here around this time because you don't know what kind of effort you're going to get. And I'd also say around these games, I'm not really scared to like eat a point or two based on information. It's like, what I mean by that, like the Toronto Raptors are taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, if I like Toronto, I would rather sit back and wait to know that Fred Van Vliet is going to play tonight because he's been questionable as opposed to take a risk because the market was all over Toronto. And now we're down to pick uh, and the news that, Hey man, I don't know if Fred Van Vliet's going to play. And I, I think that's kind of how I've handled it the last couple of days. John, when you get to this point, you know, right before the all-star break, at least, you know, one or two games before the break and you see a lot of these double digit favorites. I know we had a couple last night. We had the bucks against the Pacers and we had the Suns against the Clippers double digit dogs get there. Both sides. We had a couple, on the board tonight. Detroit now underway at Boston, all tied at nine, just into the first quarter. Portland Trailblazers now getting 12 and a half at Memphis. John Morant, by the way, is probable for this one. Are you more apt to stay away or are you more apt to give these ugly underdogs a chance? Because look, the game before the All-Star break, you don't get many vacations this time of year. Sometimes you might not get the most focused of favorites. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. Like in, especially with Portland West, right. You know, this is a team that they shipped everybody off, right. They, right before that Orlando game, that the team is extremely shorthanded. They lose out to the magic at home as a one point underdog. But since this unit's kind of come together with the, you know, the replacement pieces, they've won and covered three consecutive games. And one of those was as a double digit underdog to the Milwaukee bucks. And so I think that, yes, out of all of these teams that we're looking at here, some of these ugly dogs, at least a team like Portland over the last couple of days has shown us that they will give you full focused efforts and, and fight pretty hard here. Uh, much like the Oklahoma city thunder, right? Like the thunder, but that thunder are a bigger story because the market's just been asleep on them all year long. But I would agree with that. Like a team like Portland taking on a squad, like John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, who I think while they'll say they're going to fight tooth and nail every single time out uh, with a long break in front of you and the way that you've been playing basketball, right? We all do it. The Friday before vacation starts where you sit back and you go, hey, you know, maybe I'll just take a little bit of a, a lackadaisical step here or there. And I think you can get it subconsciously for some of these big favorites. 
John, we do have this 10 o'clock tip tonight between the Nuggets and the Warriors. Warriors sitting four and a half to five point favorites at home there over the Nuggets. 226 and a half, 227 is your total. This Warriors team, we still see them very, very short in the futures markets. We've kind of seen this, uh, you know, I mean, okay, he shot his way out of it, I guess, a little bit. But, I mean, Steph with the the big, long, prolonged mm-hmm. slump, we've never really, we hadn't really seen from him anytime soon. Now, Clay has a bad game. They get beat by 15 by the Clippers, all that. Are you are you sold on this Warriors team? I mean, I, I understand Draymond's been out, and that's certainly a, a thing here. But, I mean, as short as they are with all these power teams, uh, you know, we assume that these teams are going to get better in the East with these trades that have been made and stuff. Like, are, are you a sold? on them specifically in the futures market too as as the odds indicate not not I'm not where the odds are right like yeah. they're the second best team in the western conference but there's a there's a gap between them and phoenix and I think they're the second best team by default because I kind of just trust them I guess a little bit more than memphis but like in a best of 7 depending on the price I wouldn't be really laying it with the warriors which you would be in that series now I agree with you Matt and one of the things like this is like the market has not really and it's it's referenced in the futures market and it's referenced on a night to night basis this team's 6 and 16 against the spread in their last 22 games right they're getting priced extremely high in the night tonight basis and yet they refuse to kind of deliver on those expectations that the market has out there and look at this recent stretch again kind of going back to what we're talking about you can make the argument that oh we're looking toward the, the break but we're talking about a loss to the Los Angeles Clippers out right on the road the other day just barely getting by the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday night losing to the New York Knicks getting blown out by the Utah Jazz they have failed to cover their last six games right like a very close contest with the Oklahoma City Thunder the Sacramento Kings this just isn't a team that seems to be firing on all cylinders right now and I think they're a good team they're an above average team but they are not the team that at least the market is pricing them out to be and maybe Draymond comes back and that fixes a lot because he does make them better offensively but I just I don't think that they are priced accurately in any way whatsoever John you just mentioned the Utah Jazz and uh, now that they have gotten Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell back uh, 11 of 16 to the under and then I looked and I try to follow this as much as I can read it read your write-ups every day at visa.com and the Utah Jazz the number one scoring team in the league and that surprised me maybe that's my view of the old jazz when they couldn't uh, score in like the final six minutes of the fourth quarter seemingly ever but they're in LA tonight against the Lakers waiting on LeBron's status to see if he's going to go tonight at the crypto.com arena in terms of where you think the jazz's ceiling is long term do you think that the gap is closer with the Warriors and the Suns than the market anticipates or are they just far and away the better two teams than Utah and the rest of the West my, my problem with Utah West is that they didn't really change anything, right, in terms of the, the team that was last year. You know, you still have a bunch of guys off ball that are really poor on ball defenders. Rudy Gobert, by the collective, got thrown under the bus with that series loss to the Clippers last year, but that wasn't the case. Rudy Gobert was really good for the Utah Jazz in that loss to the Clippers. What happened was they had a whole bunch of guys on the perimeter who couldn't stop any dribble penetration whatsoever, and they were getting wrecked. And, and I think that's kind of my problem with Utah. The, statistically, their starting five are extremely elite. But when you talk about the, the blueprint that is out there to beat them, it is it's I don't want to call it easy because nothing's easy in professional sports, but it's a simple game plan of get five guys out there who can spread it out 
And then, of course, attack off of the bounce. It gets Rudy Gobert out of his comfort zone in those, you know, in the painted area and those drop coverage situations. And it forces a bunch of poor on ball defenders to do things that they're not comfortable, which is one on one guarding in space. And we have seen time and time again that this Jazz team is failing to do so. And you're also reading reports, too, by the way, that that relationship between Mitchell and Gobert, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not better. Like, uh, apparently they don't like each other. And there was also the comments from Rudy Gobert, I don't know if you remember two weeks ago, uh, where he suddenly took a shot at at, uh, Donovan Mitchell, comparing him to one. Uh, Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns. So I think given the makeup of this roster, the loss of Joe Ingles, the same weaknesses that they're going to have, like I just – I don't see a path for them to win the Western Conference personally. Given uh, uh, your teammate a virus tends to cause some tension apparently (laughs) out there in Utah. John, we got about uh, 45 seconds left here, but everything's so jumbled over on the Eastern Conference side of things. Is there anybody right now that you think is going to, as we kind of head in the, into the all-star break here, that you could see kind of fading down the stretch? Is there anybody on the outside looking in that you think could actually make a run here and kind of not only, not only get into the playoffs, but actually maybe, maybe make a little bit of noise? Uh, not so much on the outside looking in because they just they just came in from the outside. But I bet the uh, Celtics the other day at 66 to one to win the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're down to 30 to one now. This is a good defensive team, man, and they have been good from day one this year. It's just their offense needed to pick it up, and Derek White was a really good pickup for them, winning nine straight, 11 out of 12. I would say watch out for Boston because if they draw a favorable first-round matchup, Cleveland or Chicago, there's a lot of upward mobility, I think, for the Celtics once you get into the postseason. You can find all of his work over on vsin.com on a daily basis. You can do the Hardwood Handicappers podcast as well, or you can follow him over on the Twitter machine at me. JVT. He is John Von Tobel. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Kelly, let me know if I can leave my desk at home, all right? <laughs> yeah, you're good, man. <laughs> he can go. He can go. He he, he said anytime we want to. He ain't coming on in the last hour. He ain't coming nah. on in the six o'clock stuff. He's got his stuff going on. He's already deep into everything. We'll talk uh we'll talk to scores and we'll talk some Kyler Murray props here. Primetime action. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.